To all the listeners and the viewers, welcome back to the Stuck in My Thoughts podcast. As always, I'm your host, Justin Stuckey, and I got my boy with me today, Mr. Dennis Collins. Dennis, appreciate you being on the show, man. Ain't no problem, man. It was really an honor to be on here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We in Atlanta with it again at the NIL Summit. And if you don't know, we're going to take you back about, what, a decade ago? Yeah. A decade ago. My man Dennis was known for uh, his legendary Popeye's meme. And we're, going, we're going to drop it in, uh, in the link, man. But Dennis, we're here at the NIL Summit. We know that, you know, like recently college athletes have been able to get paid and make money off their name, image, likeness. And your story started way back when, way before NIL was thought about. So take us back to that moment back home to where you are now. Man, uh, <laughs> the fact that all this happened was happened a decade ago, ago is like really crazy. So... I was nine, I was with me, my dad, and my little brother. Uh, Popeyes was always a good thing for us because, like, we would be able, every time nobody didn't want to cook, it's like, okay, let's go get a family box at Popeyes. So it's me, my dad, and my little brother. We go to the nearest Popeyes around my area. So we get there, we get the food, get the bag, get a cup, an empty cup, obviously. And um, my dad and my little brother say, hey, I'm going to go use the bathroom. We're going to use the bathroom. Just go ahead and get us some tea. So I stand in the line. Then a random guy just comes in, you know, having a good time with his friends and everything. And obviously he sees that I look familiar, I look familiar to obviously the actual famous uh, Terrio himself. So he records me say, say, ooh, Terrio. And I'm looking at him, obviously I did decide, I'm like, why are you recording me? Like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. So with everything that happened from that day, two weeks later, I actually figured out on Facebook that, oh, it went viral, had I think over... 500,000 likes, you know, over a, a, a million comments. And then having just going through that phase in my life where I got famous for something that I didn't like. It was like, man, I don't know what I want to do because I wanted to, I'll just stay inside and don't ever go outside ever again. And then obviously I dealt with the mental health and all that stuff. And then let's double back on that though, because mm-hmm. most people don't know that part of the story. You know, if you had a lot of people here, it'd be like, do the face, do the meme, yeah. but there's a lot more to the backstory. Talk yeah. about that process going through those mental health battles for something that, you know, started as maybe like a joke, you mm-hmm. know, a joke about you. Talk yeah. about your, your mental health struggles with that meme. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. When everything happened, I actually cried the first day I seen it, like live on like Facebook and everything. And it was like, dang, I really am on a video for something that I really don't want to be on. And me seeing that was like, I don't know. I don't ever want to talk to nobody again. I think I'm just going to stick to the people that's in my house only. I don't ever want to talk to nobody. And it messed with my head a lot. Like, it messed with me. Like, I, I was in elementary school at the time. It messed with me, like, in school and all that stuff. Because I just had random people just come to me. Hey, you're Loterio. Hey, you're Loterio. Like, that's not my name. Obviously, I'm Dennis. Yeah. So it kind of affected me, like, really, really bad. So transitioning from that time, it was a few years. The meme is out. Mm-hmm. You're still a normal person. And that's what we don't see a lot of times, like, the memes that go out, those are real people. These aren't that AI we got now, people just creating stuff. This is a real person. You're still going to school. You're still pursuing sports. And that's what we get to next. You win the state championship. And you post a picture from Popeyes to state champion. What was your motive behind that? Because it sounded like you had a little, you know, little <laughs> pinto. We've been waiting on that one. So, like, after we won the state championship game. So, the championship game was so hype to the point where... Till this day, the last play, the last call on the play, the last play, 
is really questionable. So when we obviously got the fumble return for 100 yards, scored a touchdown, game's over. So my adrenaline is very high, super excited, because I worked very hard to obviously win a state championship at the time. And out of nowhere, my head coach is, at the time, Coach Oliver, tells me, hey, you work real hard for this. Here, you deserve it. So I got the picture. I said I got the picture. I got the trophy. I'm looking at it. I'm enjoying the moment. And then Zone 6, shout out to Zone 6, they came up to me and said, hey, can you do the face for us real quick? Like, you got the trophy in your hand. I think, I think this will go, like, really viral. In my head, I, in my head, my adrenaline was so high. It's like, okay, I'll get it out the way. But in my head, really, it's like, okay, that would be really funny if that, like, this go viral again. So after they took the picture, man, I'm enjoying my day and all that stuff. Literally later that night, they posted, and it just blew up out of nowhere. Yeah. That's what's up. So after it blows up, how long after that did Popeyes reach out? Because at this point, they got to know who you are. This is a decade later. Right. Like, when, right. Are, when is the company starting to be like, okay, this guy is us. This is a good marketing tool. When, is, when they reach out? Uh, they actually reached out literally like a year later. Okay. That's so, after, so when everything happened, I was gaining a following. I think I gained about... 40 something K within like a good two, three weeks. That's like, yeah. It, so like two, two, three weeks, man. It was like really quick. I got all that. And then, you know, they said, Hey, we're going to make, we're going to, let's make an ad, you know, let's, let's actually get Popeyes to actually throw you a deal. And at the time, man, I wasn't a thing. So I kind of like thought, man, it won't happen. Yeah. But let's just do it just because. So we made the ad and everything. And uh, Popeyes actually um, commented on it to say, yeah, man, go get you some chicken. That's all they said. And at yeah. first, in my head, I'm like, okay. They commented. We, we, fin- they fin- we finna chat it up soon. Uh, sadly, that never happened. And then it was like a year later when the picture obviously went viral again, came up to me. The sports center put, reposted it. And people are telling me, hey, you, you got to capitalize off this. And in my head, I'm like, man, it's not going to work. But yeah. I'm going to just try it just so everybody get off my back. But knowing me, in my head, I'm like, man, I hope this really works because I – because trust me, I just want people to know who I am and know who I am as a football player and who I am as a person. So I said, hey, let's make the post, see what happens. Uh, made the post, literally. Everybody reposted it. I'm not going to lie. I think a couple people that I've seen do, like repost it. Nelly reposted it. Artist. Shout out Nelly. I'm going to uh, St. Louis next week. Shout out Nelly. <laughs> uh, Erica Badu actually reposted it. Oh, that's, that's tough. That's what shocked me a lot. Mm-hmm. And then just seeing how everybody was like, man, this kid deserves all this, like, you guys should really invest in him, like, so literally in, a, in less than 24 hours, they hit me up saying, hey, in my DM, let's work. Work. So as soon as they did that, they gave me a lot of information, we got to work. Yeah, and now Dennis repping Popeyes. So <laughs> let's get to the biggest story, because mm-hmm. every story has a journey. Yeah. And your journey started in the actual Popeyes restaurant with a random man trying to get you to do a dance right. that you didn't know nothing about, that wasn't you. Then you get to national television across millions of TVs in a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. Talk about that experience. You mentioned, you know, you went down to Miami. They flew you out to Miami. Talk about that experience, those days, and really reaping the benefits of, you know, you. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, I was actually in New York when they called me and said, hey, we have an idea. We want to make a commercial. I'm like, okay, bet. I could, let's make the commercial. Let's get everything right. They say, hey. We need to do this as soon as possible. I'm like, why? They're like, oh, we want to get you in the Super Bowl. I'm like, Super Bowl? Super Bowl. I'm like, oh, snap. 
So I, I was hesitant at first because obviously I didn't want to like, if you, people didn't know, I don't like riding, I don't like getting on planes, but I'm like, okay, this could benefit them and it could benefit me because not a lot of people are on, on Super Bowl commercials. Mm-hmm. So I say, okay, let's get it done. Literally that weekend, they fly me down there. I think it was, it was like a late, late at night Saturday. Uh, they text me saying, hey, we got to start shooting early in the morning, seven o'clock, let's get it done. Yeah. So next morning, it's around like six, I'm tired. I was doing homework literally the night before. I'm, I'm tired, I wake up. They say, hey, let's, get, let's go, let's get it done. Yeah. So it took, I believe, all day. So I guess I call myself an actor now. I got yeah. everything done like in less than like five, Five or less takes, so I think I'm pretty good at that. Yes, so sir. I got all that done. Book him in a movie soon. Right, yeah. You tell feel him, me? Tell him, tell him. So I got all that done, and just that day was, one, it was really good because I also met the Popeye's team. Okay. I met them, and they were, like, so cool, and they were, like, happy for me because they believed, like, I, I, I deserved everything that I got from them. So it was like, we love him. We hope to work with him even more and we wish the best for him and to be honest to this day i still talk to them from memes to dreams yes, sir gotta love it and i gotta ask you this dude on my podcast i like to get real i don't like the whole interview we gotta have a convo right what that check was talking about man i i i really don't like speaking on like everything and all that stuff yeah you gotta disclose it but i could say that it helped my family a lot because mm-hmm. we were going through this was recently actually we were going through something where my father couldn't obviously you know everything he was making he couldn't just put all of it in one in our house mm-hmm. so if you didn't know my mom has a mental problem so it's only my dad working I had to learn how to be independent really early so like as soon as I got a job everything I make hey you have to survive off that for yourself mm-hmm. you can't go around just give me like dad can I get that can I get that yeah. so when I got the deal, it was like, whoa, this is the most money I ever seen in my life. I never seen this type of money ever. Yeah. So when I got it, it was like, hey, first thing I'm gonna do is, hey, you take this and you pay everything off and let's, let's be fine. So now uh, it was enough to the point where they're actually rebuilding my house, uh, my house. And yeah, we're pretty straight now. Hey man, that's what's up. That's life changing right there. Yeah. And you think about something that starts as such a such a small detail. And I'm a believer. I don't I don't know what your faith is. I am too. Yeah. Hey, we love yeah. believers, man. And knowing you know God's story and His journey for you, you never know how it may work out, but it just worked out in that crazy manner. Start out as a as a joke to now you, shoot, ain't no joke no more. Right. No joke in money and just be able to have a a life-changing moment and a thing for your family because, like I said, on my show, I like to be real. They, people see you, but they don't know you. Right. And on my show, I want people to get a, a glimpse of who Dennis Collin is and understanding that, man, you're a real person, you got real aspirations, and you're going through a process to where you're, you're changing your family lives and changing your life, like you said. And the show, obviously, is called Stuck in My Thoughts, and I'm starting a new thing where I ask my guests, what do you get stuck in your thoughts about? <laughs> Uh, it's, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. But one thing that does get stuck in my thoughts a lot is obviously my family. Because mm-hmm. without them, I wouldn't be who I am and where I'm at. So you know, they're, they're my thoughts a lot. Mm-hmm. That's what's up right there. Family guy. Shout out Dennis Collins. Yeah. Family man. <laughs> family man. So 
in the long run, you aspire to, you know, have your own family and Definitely. things like that? Yeah, man. I might sound like my dad right now, but I want, I want like four to five kids. Okay. It's crazy. That's what's up. I, I want to get to that space right now. Um, one day, I, right now I got to focus on uh, getting a suitor. I got to get a girl. I got to get, 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 <laughs> get a girl before you get the wife. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So most people don't know you're still a college athlete. Yeah. You play at Lake Erie up in Ohio, mm-hmm. you know, um, Division II football. Talk about that process. You know, you're more than just the meme, more than just the Super Bowl commercial. You're a student athlete. Yeah. How has that process been, that transition? Uh, coming out of high school, I wasn't heavily recruited because obviously I didn't put myself out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took football serious my sophomore year, and it was to the point where, like, Every time I would go to coaches, they would say, hey, you're really a good player. We want to talk to you and all that stuff. But I never continuously put myself out there. It's like, whatever's on the highlight tape, if you like the highlight tape, talk to me. Well, just offer me from there. Yeah. And um, obviously, I had a couple coaches talking to me. I had Ethical talking to me, Morgan State talking to me. It was, you know, it's, a, it's just a little something. Mm-hmm. But after the state championship, it was Coach Jackson, who's at Lake Erie. He said, hey, I like your film. I want to get you on a visit. He got me on a visit literally in like, Three weeks. Yeah. And when I went down there, I finally met Coach Bolden. When I met Coach Bolden, he said, you know, I'm Anquan Bolden's brother. I'm like, Anquan oh, Bolden? Really? Yeah. So, and trust me, I'm a, I'm a big football guy, so yeah. I know Anquan Bolden is. And um, I went on a visit. I talked to him, and he was like, yeah, we liked your film. We think you can really be a good player for our program. And then I was like, okay, I like that, all that stuff. But the first thing I wanted to worry about was what was money looking like, because I love the game and all that stuff, but I I, I have to, like, Financial. see if I can go to school for free. Yeah, got to. Because if I didn't, it was going to be a struggle, more of a struggle for my dad and me as well. Mm-hmm. So they said, hey, we can toss you this amount, and you'll be fine. Oh, yeah. So it was, it was real real low. And the fact that they tossed me, I was like, yeah, I like it. So left left Ohio, talked to my dad and said, hey, dad, I'm really consider, considering this school, like, a lot because, one, they let me play the game that I love. And they're, they're sort of paying for school for free. Mm-hmm. So he said, yeah, I, I like what you're thinking. You know, talk to your mom, talk to everybody. It, it kind of took me like a good like four to five days to think about it because I didn't want to just go into it and then make the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. So I ain't going to lie to you. I was really excited to the point where like I li- we, we were getting fitted for our um, varsity jackets because we won the state championship. I literally went there and said, hey, coach, I'm coming like tomorrow. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not playing. I'm coming tomorrow. So I committed to Lake Gary. And he was like, yeah. I'm proud of you. Yeah. So the fact that I worked hard just to get to where I'm at is really crazy. That's what's up. And this whole, this whole episode has really been talking about things that are life-changing. Mm-hmm. Talk about the life-changing, you know, Super Bowl check, the life-changing scholarship check. Mm-hmm. And we go, we're in a society now, man, where a lot of people will, will look at, oh, we want to be D1. We want to aspire to be in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is at that level or reaches that level. Mm-hmm. But that's not where the story ends. I have friends who are at the Division Three level, Division Two level, and Division One level. If you have an opportunity and somebody's willing to give it to you and take away all that college tuition, yeah. you got to go for it. Right. We can't get caught up in, oh, what, what may somebody else think, or, mm-hmm. or am I, am I like this person? Because we're in a world of comparison. Yeah. But you really have to embrace your own story, mm-hmm. and that's what the whole concept of what I feel like this weekend has been about. We got all these different student athletes coming together. Embracing their story. Yeah. Everybody has a different story. If this didn't happen, we would never met. Right. Which is which is crazy. <laughs> but our stories are different. But they all are 
they all make us the same in a way. Mm-hmm. And I, that's what the biggest thing that I like to highlight in every, everybody I encounter, everybody I meet, everybody I get to sit down and talk to. And just hearing your story, man, we've known each other for two days. Right. And you're still <laughs> continuously learning more, man. Right. You know, we chopped up in the hotel room before we came down here. And just hearing your story, man, is really inspiring. And the last thing I'll ask is, Dennis Collin, you got Popeyes, you got football, you got school, you got your family, you got you. What do you want your impact on the world to be when it's all said and done, your legacy? To be honest, I really want people to know me as Dennis, the funny guy, the cool guy, the guy that you could come to and talk to about anything, and the guy who's really caring, because I don't want to be the type of person where, okay, I was famous when I was little, that's cool. Now I'm starting to make a, you know, a living off of everything that's going on, and then you know, switch up and be like, oh, I'm, I'm a celebrity, I don't want to talk to you. This is why people say, oh my God, you're famous, you're a celebrity. I tell them, I'm not, because if I was, trust me, I have, sec- I, I have security, <laughs> I, I'll be on, I would be on a time where I don't want to talk to nobody. I'm still a normal guy, it's just, I'm kind of well-known around like, I don't know, maybe, the 1.3% of the world, mm-hmm. but I want to make it 100 before I even, before yeah. I pass away. Yeah. So I just want to be known as like, just like that. That's what's up, man. Hey, bro, I appreciate you taking the time to be on the show. Thank you. All y'all watching the show, we back for all the episodes. So make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe. We're going to catch y'all for the next episode. We out.